Hello and welcome to the Lorna Marie Fitness Podcast, the show where we talk all things fitness, health, mindset and lifestyle to help you become fitter, healthier and happier. I help busy people who lack time, motivation and self-belief to look and feel great again. If you want to work with me, head over to lornamariefitness.co.uk, but for now, enjoy this episode. Um, today, we are going to be talking all about cravings and back pain. If you have anything, any questions um, or any comments or anything, you know, on what I'm saying in the meantime, please feel free to pop in those in that comment section and just ask away. I can't really get my words out today, can I? Should we start again? <laughs> Let's start again. Maybe this is what it's like now I've just turned 30. I just turned 30 yesterday. If you didn't know, you probably do know if you follow me. <laughs> it's not like I've been quiet about it. Um, I'm probably just going to lose my marbles even more. I keep being reminded though, it's meant to be 30, 30, flirty and thriving, right? If you don't know what that is, you need to watch the movie 13 going on 30 because it's absolutely amazing. Anyway, back to the q and A. I I digress. We're going to start talking about cravings. Now about, I read this statistic. I'm not sure entirely how true it is, but I believe it. About 90% of us experience cravings. And a craving is defined as an intense and persistent desire for a food. Now, it's usually really, really highly palatable foods, like something really high in sugar, or something really high in fat, something highly processed, or something really, really salty. And these hyper palatable foods or super palatable foods, they trigger a lot of hormones to be released. For example, dopamine being one of them. And that is the hormone that's related to nice, pleasurable things. So you eat these, they trigger that hormone and it sends signals to your body that doing this activity is a really positive, i.e. eating the nice palatable foods, is a really positive um, and pleasurable thing to do. Now, this can cause a few problems. Um, there's a lot of studies that have been, that have proven that eating these foods on a regular basis can really affect your brain's signals in terms of hunger and in terms of telling your body when it is full. Um, so that is, I can't say the word, but ghrelin, that's how you spell it anyway. Whether you pronounce it like that, ghrelin is your hunger hormone and tells your body that basically you need to put food in your mouth. And then you've got leptin, which is the one that suppresses your hunger and says, okay, I'm full. And these foods or eating these foods on a regular basis can really mess with your brain signals and release of those hormones. For example, the hormones to say that actually, you know what, I am full right now. So that's just a bit of food for thought. But what we need to really get to the bottom of is why you're craving these things in the first place. There's lots of different reasons why we might crave a certain food. Now, you may get cravings. I'll run through a few examples and you see if you can relate to any of these. If you're really bored, if you are really stressed, if you're feeling really emotional or really anxious about something, you can get cravings. You can get cravings if you have a lack of sleep. You can get cravings if you your diet isn't 
nourishing or you have enough variety in, variety in your diet um, or if you get hunger pangs because for example you're having sugar crashes and we'll go over that in a second um, it may be because really basic things like you're not hydrated enough um, or I think I've already said hormonal yeah medication it could be medication as well if you're not getting enough sleep so many different reasons why we might be getting cravings and one really really big one is habit it might be habit for you to sit down and watch telly with a packet of crisps or a bar of chocolate um it might just be a thing that you do you might be rewarding yourself with food when you're working from home uh or you know you might be at night scrolling through instagram or facebook and that is like a cue for you to be mindlessly eating something highly palatable at the same time getting those dopamine hits from everywhere so we need to just kind of get to the bottom and there might be a few reasons it might not just be one but get to the bottom of why you're doing it first because it's important to have that awareness awareness about what's going through your mind and what you're doing and what you do on a, a habitual basis so for example if you are going through a period of chronic stress um, and that is more kind of like the long-term stress so rather than the acute stress in the moment it's a more long-term stress that is drawn out over time maybe you're going through a really difficult patch at work or in a relationship or in a family situation and you're experiencing chronic stress stress <laughs> sorry I'm laughing at myself um I can't get my words out chronic stress that releases cortisol which can in turn really lead to cravings and just mess mess with those hormones we were talking about before that say that you're full and with your hunger hormones and they just kind of if you've experienced those moments of stress it is kind of like you're in a fight or flight mood if, if you're getting acute periods of stress where it's just stress in the moment sometimes that can actually suppress your hunger um, but when you when we're talking about long periods of stress, um, it tends to, yeah, it tends to affect your cravings more. But really, what you want to get to the bottom of is in that case, why am I feeling stressed? What's going on in my life? What what changes can I make? And also, just knowing that that's the reason why you're doing it. Okay, why am I craving this food? It's not because I need it. It's because I'm feeling stressed. Okay, I have two options. Am I going to lean into this craving and have that food? And how will I feel if I do that? Or am I going to say, okay, the reason I'm craving this food right now is because I'm stressed. So what am I going to do about it instead? Like, what does my body actually need right now? Do you know what? I just need to take five minutes out. I just need to go make a cup of tea. I just need to go on a walk. Or I just need to sit here and just breathe in and breathe out a few times to make myself feel better. So that is one thing you can do. And we'll talk about all the different things that you can be doing and ticking off to manage your cravings in just a moment. But I'd just like you to have a little think just for a few seconds. If this is you, you know, have I have I said anything that kind of triggers the reasons why you might be having cravings? Is there anything you can resonate with right now? Which Which kind of cravings are you having? So bringing that awareness to why you might be having those cravings 
let's now talk about what we can do, controlling the controllables to ensure that we minimize these cravings. So the number one thing is making sure you're getting enough sleep. If you do not sleep enough, your body is going to be craving sweet and sugary things for that boost of energy that it needs. There's a lot more, there's a lot of other things that can go into with sleep as well, but just trying to keep it simple. Are you getting enough sleep? Are you, are you going through your days completely lacking energy and feeling rubbish and therefore not making as good decisions as you would if you were feeling less tired and more energized? It's kind of like your brain's already fatigued and just making sensible decisions with your food sometimes can just go out the window, but then it's coming back to the realizing, okay, why am I feeling like that? I'm feeling like that because I got a rubbish night's sleep. So I've got two choices. Remember, you always have a choice. You don't have to lean into the craving. Number two, looking at the stress. Now we've already talked about that. So ways that you can manage your stress, doing exercise on a regular basis, making sure you're getting enough sleep, getting to the bottom of why you might be stressed. You know, if you're completely and utterly stressed out all the time because of your job and it's been going on for months and months and maybe even years, then maybe it's time to start thinking about, this is really bad for my health. You know, why why am I putting myself through this? We're in a day and age now where there are options and there are other things you can do. So getting to the bottom of your stress and doing things on the way to help, like, like doing yoga, regular exercise, breathing exercises, going out on walks and getting out in nature and fresh air. Number three, your nutrition. Are you going through long periods of time without eating much? So are you getting to those points where you're absolutely starving, you just want quick energy, i.e. those cravings coming along? Are you having enough protein to keep you full for long, keeping you satiated? Are you filling your body with nourishing foods the vast majority of the time? So we always talk about the 70-30 rule. 70% of the time having foods that are really nourishing for your body. So we're talking you know, your less processed foods, eating the rainbow, um, having foods that are really high in vitamins and minerals, getting a good balance. And then 30% of the time, maybe you're more highly palatable foods. Um, and we'll go on to why you actually include those in just a second. But think about your nutrition. So you know, your timings. You want to think about giving yourself some food, some nourishing food every three to four hours is a, is a good example. And also with that, not eating too close to bedtime so you can get that good sleep in. <laughs> now, one reason I said um, you want to keep that 30% of the highly palatable foods or the bit of what you want is because quite often cravings come from an over-restriction. And it's human psychology. If you think, okay, I'm not allowed to touch that big red button, what are you going to think about? All you're going to think about is touching the big red button until the point where you just have to touch it. So sometimes by over-restricting ourselves, as in you say to yourself, right, that's it. I am not going to eat, I don't know, let's go biscuits. I'm not going to have biscuits anymore with my cup of tea. I'm just going to put complete stop stop on that for, for for six weeks, whatever, there will be a moment when you're going to crack or you'll want to crack. And then it might not just be, oh, I'll just, okay, I'll, I've not had biscuits for three weeks now. I'm just going to have the one. 
is probably not going to be the one. So you don't want to be over restricting yourself either. You are allowed a bit of everything in your diet. So that's why we say 70-30. So are you over restricting? Try and get your dopamine hits from somewhere else. What else can you do that makes you feel good? Can you can you laugh? Can you dance? Can you do a workout? Can you chat to a friend? Can you go on a nice walk? What else can you do to get that dopamine hit rather than reaching out for the pack of crisps or whatever it might be, or the cakes or whatever? Another thing you can practice is mindfulness. And this is something that I've been talking about all the way throughout, just actually taking a moment to think, what's going on right now? Am I bored? Am I stressed? Am I tired? Am I anxious? Why am I getting this craving right now? And then responding, knowing that you have a choice. You always have a choice. Then just um, one more thing is thinking about your environment. So as I mentioned right at the beginning, I said quite often cravings are really, they're habitual. So do you find that when you crave food, that you tend to be, or you feel maybe like things go a little bit out of control with your cravings or your food and you just can't seem to hone it in at that certain moment in time. Is it triggered by something like a time of day or a place where you normally are, um, for example, in the living room, front of the TV at night or in your office or doing work in the kitchen, wherever it might be? Or is it triggered by a certain activity you do, like flicking through your phone or watching telly, as in you're being mindless and not really thinking about what you're doing? So that's something that you can really think about. In terms of actual foods that you can have, if you're trying to replace, say, your your sugary cravings, why not reach for natural sources of sugar more like fruit or something that's going to be filling, like Greek yogurt with fruit and natural honey? you know, have a think about things that you can have that are filling, that will quote unquote satisfy your sugar cravings naturally and more wholesomely, or thinking about foods that you can eat that are going to fill you up, something that might be high in protein. Um, but as I've said, and I'll say it again, you've got to think that you always have a choice, always have a choice and remind yourself of that too, because it's quite an empowering feeling. Now, one other thing um, I wanted to talk about was back pain. So we had a question. I'll read out the question to you guys um, specifically. So it says, having pulled my back last Sunday and looking like an extra in a zombie movie, <laughs> a zombie movie all week, I was wondering what's the best exercise to get going again? Starting to feel better today, but I don't want to go mad and knock myself back. Maybe a few stretches or some yoga. Um, so absolutely, you don't want to go mad and knock yourself back. Uh, that That's the worst thing you can do. The actual best thing you can do, and this is going to sound kind of wish-washy, but it's the best advice, is to listen to your body. You know how you're feeling better than anyone else, and you know your body better than anybody else as well. So number one, listen to, listen to your body. You do not want to be making anything any worse because you don't want to be setting yourself back for even longer. Just be really, really gentle, really kind to your body. And if you're not sure, always go and seek professional medical advice, you know, go and see somebody about it. 
In terms of back pain in general, if it's something that you do suffer with on a, a regular basis, I would suggest Pilates to build core strength. 100 and a million percent. I, I think everyone should be doing Pilates anyway, no matter your age or what sport you do or your fitness level or your activity level. So important to work your core mobility, flexibility. Um, there's a big mindfulness side with Pilates as well when it incorporates the breath and you think about moving the breath to the body and you always have to think in Pilates about exactly what you're doing in that moment and not what's going on later that day or what happened earlier. You have to really concentrate. Um, anyway, that was a bit of a digression, but Pilates definitely will help with back pain. Um, also, maybe some gentle stretches, but again, be really, really gentle. So on our on-demand area, we've got some back stretches on there. If you go into short workouts or if you go into stretches, there's some five-minute back stretches that might be really helpful and also some really gentle yoga. But if anything feels wrong, it does not feel right in your body, just stop, stop immediately. Um, yeah, you don't want to make anything worse. Sometimes even a gentle walk can help, just like help ease, encourage a bit of blood flow. Um, yeah, so maybe those things. But if you're really not sure, definitely best advice is to go and seek medical professional um, help um, with like a GP or a physio if you get... Yeah, and get referred by a GP to physio or whatever. Anyway, I really hope that this has been useful and I hope that helps you with your cravings and your back pain if that's something you're experiencing. Um, I will see you next week. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Bye for now. <laughs>